0: we it's are good. united and it feels so good we united and it feels so good
1: that's gonna be the intro music this
0: week <laughs> welcome to the Effects loop i'm diaz and i'm chris and we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community since i figured we're just gonna run that whole thing as the intro probably <laughs> all right this episode is brought to you by westminster effects Go check them out westmistereffects.com they've got some amazing pedals um and it's not just westminster they also have nose pedal same guy mm-hmm. you know every westminster effects and nose pedal is hand-wired by one guy out of his home in lyman south carolina uh it's a really cool company it, it's surprising how wide of a catalog he has yeah because a lot of these smaller companies really stick to something that they're usually like oh well we do a lot of drives or you know we mess with the mod stuff um but he's just got an all around he's got a he's got reverb he's got delay um he's got a lot of drives he's got a lot of utility pedals Yeah, you know, nose. once
1: he bought nose that nose had the one of the bigger uh utility pedal lineups that i've seen
0: mm-hmm. and he's even back to doing uh pedal mods so that's really cool too he's got he's got a lot of cool modifications that he does um and one of the cool things is you go through and you see that a lot of the westminster stuff is bent towards uh some old school theologians so i mean they feel that they've got a rich history especially among the reform branches and it's got some amazing characters so uh they definitely go with that and they name it and plan it with specific aspects in mind. So it's really cool. You can go through, I've got, I've got quite a bit. Now I've got the dually, got the Osteen distortion. I've got the, uh, what else do I have? No, that's what I've got. And I just, we just gave away the Cliff fuzz. So that's really cool. And that helps us lead into our next thing we did. We finished our charity raffle. And we so we selected the winners. Um, if you want to watch the video of a tired and sweaty Diaz mm-hmm. listing off the names, you can go and check that out in our group or on our Facebook page or on ins- Well, Instagram is probably gone by now, but um, here we're actually gonna I'm gonna give all the winners again just in case they should be getting they should have got an email. If you didn't, you know, contact us. But I've got everyone's stuff to ship out. We're going to get that shipped out here as soon as we can. Uh, Eric Burleson won the DRV number three from 1981 Inventions. Emily Harris from the Get Offset podcast won the Big Ear Pedals woodcutter. Uh, Nate Bostick, who is a, he's been an online friend of mine for a while. He got the G7th Custom Performance 3 capo. Uh, Let's see, Jerwin Noss actually won a couple things. He won the String Joy Care Package and a Gun Street Wiring Harness. Nicholas Sylvester won a Wiring Harness, and so did Cole Duke from the Gear Slum. Mm-hmm. He got got some cool stuff. Actually, there's been three people from Podcast One, which is pretty cool. Our buddy Corey Nigro won the Rare Buzz Effects Blue Fish Boost, and then Steve Rao from 60 Cycle Hum won the Westminster FX Wycliffe Fuzz. So he Very gets to nice. play with that. Yeah, that's... That seems like it'll be a lot of fun. Ben Fur won the Like My Pedals, the Veil. And then Brett Alexander, who's a good friend of ours, who's he's been a pretty big supporter from the get-go. He, mm-hmm. he supports a lot of podcasts. He's all over, and he's a great, great guy. Fantastic gentleman. He won the Yellow Cake Pedals Psychotropia, which is probably going to be up there on one of the pedals that I'm going to hate to have to ship out because I like playing with it so much. <laughs> So well i actually own one too but um yeah i still don't want to have to send this one out i want them all just ryan you can just make them all for me because i'm selfish but let's move on uh what's new chris you got anything new
1: uh i purchased a 1970s uh dimarzio i think it's the fs1 pickup yeah that's that's strap pickup uh, yeah and why'd
0: you get that though
1: uh well the edge has that or has had that in his number one strat since I think like the mid eighties
0: somewhere oh, in there oh gosh
1: yeah so I I figured since I had a an Epiphone SL pickup in the strat that I put together figure <laughs> I'll get that to put in the bridge and then move my uh Texas uh hot 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 whatever wait is, is it a humbucker? No, it's a single coil.
0: Why did I think it was a hum? I I don't know. Mm -hmm. I remember you, you like message it in the group, and like I I didn't connect it. And just my brain, I don't know. I'm really tired. (laughs) I'm working seven days this week, so my brain's fried. Yeah. Why Uh, would the strat have? Why would the edge have a hum? I'm gonna go sit in the corner. I'll be. I'll (laughs) see you guys in a little bit. Chris, you got this. Oh my goodness.
1: But yeah, so I got that just so hopefully I can mess around with it a little bit and actually take a chance on it and just see if it works and then move the was it the Texas special whatever no Tex-Mex that's what it is oh yeah move that into the middle and hopefully see if uh, my guy can put a uh, fa- phase reverse on it since I don't think it's a middle pickup and those are wound re- in reverse so hopefully he can work some magic
0: you know what that's sad I got an ABBA song stuck in my head <laughs> to to take a chance on me that's perfect i was like i was like what is that what song is that i googled it really quick i was like great it's abba from mama mia i've never (laughs) seen mama mia i'm gonna put that out there which i you know i might want to at some point um but yeah
1: Mm. but yeah that's it uh but what about you
0: i really you know what i put down that i got nothing i guess i got a couple things but it's not super i guess it's kind of podcast related so i got that action camera that i was talking about last week or i ordered it i can't remember if i got it or not by then But um, I actually got some cool little like adapter stuff because it pretty much is in a GoPro case. So Mm -hmm. I can use all the GoPro stuff. I got something to attach the camera to the guitar body. And then I just got a clip to put on the headstock. So I might make some like goofy guitar videos. (laughs) Nice. I don't think I'm going to do like the serious ones. I might do like one where like, I'm just going to like pretend I'm playing. And just see how many people get mad. They're like, oh, you're faking it. You're big phony. He's a big phony. Um, no one'll know. No one'll know. I don't even I think that's like pretty much it. I feel like there's something I'm forgetting. I saw The Joker.
1: Was it that good? Was, was good. it worth seeing?
0: Okay, so I'm a huge Batman fan. I've only missed one movie in theaters since Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. Um I saw Batman Returns when I was like a, a wee little lad. um the only one i missed was batman begins i think that was the one i missed okay um and uh i'm a huge joker's one of my favorite villains and i'll tell you why and that's why i love this movie because pretty much the way the joker's backstory works everyone's come in and written a different one but they all are almost considered like canon you know what i mean yeah it's like there's there's no one that is official, official, but they're all officially his backstory. Hmm. There's also different jokers, mm-hmm. and that's like the there's it's its own because the character is all about just illusion. Like it's nothing's what it seems. Mm-hmm. That's what makes this movie so amazing hmm. because nothing is what it seems. And I will say this because I don't want to give any spoilers joaquin phoenix it was phenomenal and i've i want him i want to see him as the joker more i'll just say that i've got to see him more as the joker
1: So turn this into a uh, joker trilogy instead of a batman trilogy
0: yeah well that would actually be pretty cool it was it just, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I want to go see it again and having seen the end, I want to be able to watch it. It's one of those movies where you see the end and you want to be able to watch it again mm. and like catch the nuances and the little things that you don't realize are foreshadowing, right? So it was, yeah. I mean, it was, it was fantastic. So that was really cool. But yeah, that's about all that. And that worked a buttload. That's about all that happened in my, in my week. Cause we recorded last week, what on Thursday? Mm. and released it on thursday
1: is it wednesday or thursday i think we actually did get it out on
0: no no we released it on yeah we really we recorded it wednesday it was wednesday night (laughs) and then released it wednesday night um Mm -hmm. but which will actually be on time this week yep uh (laughs) but but yeah it was uh i haven't stopped working since it's pretty much the way it feels um yeah but that's pretty much it so let's move on to gear news uh so something just happened and it was announced. So uh Ginger Baker, the drummer for Cream, uh f- legendary drummer, total crazy man. Um, he uh passed away. It's actually I believe it was today. It was confirmed it was Sunday. And um yeah, yeah, apparently he passed away peacefully, which is great. There's a documentary that I saw on him recently that just talked about his everything that happened after cream and all that, he just went on a big spiral kind of went crazy health problems. Um, and so it's just been kind of nuts. And, you know, he, uh, he finally passed away and mm. he, it's really crazy. It, if you can watch people don't realize um, how much this man had an effect in the world, even stuff like heavy metal um it's just kind of crazy he was an old he was one of uh the first people to use two kick drums and stuff like that so hmm. you know it was it's it's pretty cool very thankful for all the music that he gave us and the influence that he had but all right well let's move on from that it's kind of a depressing moment um let's see so fox gear Never heard of this company. Have you ever heard of them before? Nope. Not at all. Okay. Maybe we need to look. more. So I've got a new tuning out. It's called Multitune. Um, which they don't have a fill right now And Honest, and I get to their website. Uh, I went to it, and it was an error 404 and a different... Um, in a different language so i'm not sure what's going on there but they've got a post-up says the real game changers coming stay tuned literally so apparently this is supposed to be kind of like the polytune All right? but better it's supposed to be able to do polytune polyphonic tuning and open tunings and it's supposed to be able to display sharps and flats interesting so i don't I don't know what it, when it. I was looking for a video because it's like display sharps and flats, and I'm like, I thought that. I'm guessing it should be able to display sharps and flats on each individual string, maybe.
1: Uh, not the way um, the screen's built.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't understand. I mean, it's a simple enclosure. Uh, the display takes up half the enclosure, which is pretty cool. It's got a really big display, mm-hmm. and it's got a foot switch to turn it on and off. I guess every pedal needs a foot switch, doesn't it? You'd be wrong. Stay tuned. Dun, dun, dun. Sorry, that was my own little foreshadowing. It wasn't that great. Um, I don't know. I think... We're, I mean, we're changing the world of tuners, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, it looks pretty cool. The I don't know. I feel like the polytune is just a little too... I don't know. I don't really want to say showy. They just... They, they use up a lot of real estate with the... The, the polytune
0: mini is where it's at. Yeah. But, well, uh, this one... This one's going to be as big as the Polytune. It actually looks like it might be a little bit bigger.
1: Yeah, but it's uh maybe and it's like side to like f- almost full side to side screen whereas like the Polytune mini and those are only like what an inch wide
0: screen. Why don't they I feel like they're missing the boat with the fact that they only use like little LED dots. Let's get crazy talk to like the doctor scientist guys and get I feel it, like, get if a, they put like a strobe
1: oh yeah if they put like a strobe tuner led scre- lcd i
0: guess at that LCD. point yeah yeah uh, LCD. yeah the,
1: probably be really probably expensive price a lot
0: yeah i'm not paying 300 for a tuner this one says it retails for 89 but i have no clue because can't get to the website i couldn't get to the website mm, let's see i'm gonna go yeah, because I just went to foxgeardistribution.com products, Foxgear. Fox oops, questa pagina no può essere trovata. Aren't
1: Sounds you... Hispanic, so maybe it's from Whoa, Spain? what is that
0: supposed to mean? Alright, so the USA office is in Safety Harbor, Florida. They got a China office and an Italy headquarters. Oh, uh, so they're a based in Italy. Oh, so oops, questa pagina non può essere trovata. <laughs> Is that better? I said it with my hands. You guys can't. So
1: I was close with the the uh, Latin based language.
0: I don't know. (laughs) Shoot. Aren't we all? Isn't it all based on Latin?
1: No, English is dramatic.
0: Yeah, but don't we say a lot of words that have like Latin?
1: That's because we're a melting. The English is like a melting pot of a lot of
0: stuff. I like the melting pot. I'm actually going to take Jess off to dinner tonight. We might go there. <laughs> um, the right, so, so next <laughs> Gibson's Mark. Is it Agnesi? I want to say Agnostic, but it's wrong because that's only because I want to say Agnostic. So Agnesi and Marcus King reveal the new signature ES345 guitar. For themselves? know, um, like, like, they're, I'm sure they're going to sell it. So Gibson's video, Gibson's YouTube went dark. Apparently everything went off and then now it's stuff's coming back probably smart i don't know so but uh marcus king if you haven't seen him he's actually a really great blues guitarist um he's got he plays this es345 and so they're making one that's exactly looks just like it um yeah
1: i took that title reading as they're both gibson employees and not one is a musician i'm like
0: no one's a musician marcus king gotcha yeah, dude. I don't know. Who Learned who that to, is. it's it's in the article. I don't know who that is. I don't know how to read. Um. Yeah. Let's see. I, it's it's really cool.
1: I mean, it's a three forty five. Yeah, it's a very vintage looking three forty
0: five. Well, the one on the right's the reissue. The one on the left is the original. Yeah. I just did. Mean, they did
1: a pretty good job getting that. Was that
0: faded cherry? finish oh yeah it looks like it yeah i don't know what they're actually calling it on that but yeah it's like a cherry faded it's i mean i'm sure they got a little bit of faded going on there
1: mm-hmm.
0: a little but bit yeah, if you,
1: darker mother uh, of pearl
0: i like it if you if you like white people stealing the blues music you're gonna love marcus king sorry i just felt like being a little controversial there i'm looking at it what is it appropriating right. <laughs> we're appropriating people all right we're gonna keep moving um oh gosh you know what i just realized we don't have a topic we we'll have to get to one soon <laughs> um, uh so electro Harmonix brought out the nano operation overlord so it's a mini j5 drive pedal so this isn't anything like super crazy or new because they actually had um they hold on sorry they had the operation overlord big pedal but now they got the little pedal. So the big pedal was um, stereo in and out. This one's mono. This has a boost, like foot switch. You can, or it's got a boost button, and then it's got six knobs to play with. You got volume, gain, uh, treble, mid, bass. It's got three band EQ. What's that one in the middle? I can't uh, see.
1: Dry. Oh.
0: Oh, it's got a blend. Interesting. So <clears throat> we were listening to the video on this and it sounds like a just good generic drive pedal mm-hmm. I they, with the video they put didn't really uh give it 100% what I think they should have done I think they could have really highlighted it a lot more but it sounds like a decent pedal I mean it's not anything super crazy new no
1: <clears throat> not I, well, I, I wasn't super
0: impressed with it I like the artwork on the new one compared to the old one. On the mini compared to the original. Yeah, that
1: that to me about is about the only thing
0: that these have going G. for I the new artwork. And knowledge is power. Is that G.I. Joe's or is that like Captain America or something or Captain Planet? That's
1: uh, is power. shit. What, what's that Saturday hmm. morning thing that had the conjunction Captain Planet? Junction? no? Conjunction
0: junction, what's your function? That
1: same thing. Is that knowledge Whatever is power? Sh- yes what they was that had, called? they had a song on there That's
0: i am a bear. Is that the same thing schoolhouse rock
1: yes yeah, schoolhouse rock wow oh. they had a whole thing of knowledge is power in one of their songs
0: and knowledge is power uh knowing is half the battle is gi joe mm-hmm. i think i don't know all right we're gonna keep on moving boss katana mark two um so, this is pretty cool. Upgrades. My favorite thing about all of this: mm-hmm. people throwing a gosh dang fit about it on on people who just bought their boss katanas. Um, there's a lot of people already talking about trading their old ones in, or if you bought it within 45 days, return it and get a new one. Oh my goodness. But it's actually really cool. What they did was they moved. Um, there's a new power amp in feature to use with multi effects. And oh, uh, st- there's a new feature called stereo expand. This consists of an output to link with a second Katana mark two. It is only available on the hundred watt models and is not backwards compatible with the original V one series as what they're putting here. So you can actually come, you can connect two of them and turn it into stereo. Which, I mean, I guess using the built-in effects and all that, which
1: is actually pretty cool. I, I suppose, uh,
0: I, I suppose, what do you mean? you suppose? That's really cool. You can just link them together really quick.
1: I'm trying to figure out
0: what the the link is. Like, is it www dot? We'll have to see.
1: Oh, is it like only on the hundred watt combo?
0: That's I don't think there's a hundred watt head. Is there? Oh, there's the head. I'm probably only on the combo. I don't know. We'll have to look way more into this.
1: I also saw but, that they added uh did the original katana have end of no, did it have individual controls for the uh effects, or was it one of those that was like one no, quarter had, up is the delay, the next yep, quarter up is okay, so I thought. Pretty So much. they did they did change that to where it's each effect has its own knob, which is pretty cool yes. to me.
0: Yeah. So they did that. Um so there's the stereo expand in the back. I guess it I don't know. How you connect them?
1: I don't know because I'm not seeing an extra switch or button. Well, there's or, the. Uh...
0: I don't know. We'll have to figure that one out. That'll be interesting. I'll just keep zooming in.
1: Oh, all. Uh, maybe it's the line out. Because that okay, it's a little like a dip switch. Type yeah, of thing yeah. for the stereo thing. So maybe, yeah. Huh. Oh okay well it's confused um, but also intrigued
0: but yeah and the prices are i think they're a little bit more expensive than what they've got on for the regular boss katanas out right now the mark ones but it's really cool it's really neat and a lot of fun i love the boss katana it's a great amp so this is i think it's going to be great um i'm sure a lot of people are going to be upset that things some things aren't backwards compatible and all that and they're all well, they're just phasing out that one. But that's what happens. You're buying. I understand it's an amp, but you're also buying the technology. It's a it's a technically based product.
1: Yeah, is there a lot of Katana what? Three years old now?
0: Yeah, probably something like that. Yeah, I don't so, know. Hmm. But this next thing we're going to talk about is something that I find actually really cool. it has a lot of potential to suck. (laughs) So right now there's a Kickstarter for um, which you can do the Kickstarter if you want. But I want to see this because right now loopers are a big thing going on. You got the Bliss, the Chase Bliss Audio blooper, uh, MXR clone looper just came out. Um, But now we've got this pedal called the Looper Eye. And... The is Looper Eye the company to says the makers of Looper Eye. I don't know what the company is that's making it right now, mm-hmm. but they uh Kickstarter page says delivery just slated for March 2020, around a third of the funding goal currently reached. So they've only got about a third. Um, so what this is is a Looper pedal and it has. A camera that pretty much goes onto the floor and you can control the looper like that. It has no foot switch. So it also has an app that you can hook up to it. And what it does is pretty much, you've got the looper and you'd, I guess it's something you'd really have to learn how to use, but there's pretty much like four buttons that are invisible on the ground you just hit the ground nearby you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Um, which i really wish from what that's what i'm seeing it'd be really cool if they had a camera that actually shot it on the ground and you could see it and press the like hit the ground which i don't know if that's what they're shooting to try to do but they don't from what i've seen what they show they don't have that but it also allows for a midi controller so it has usb Um, it connects. That way with, uh, or you can use a MIDI app and connect via Wi-Fi. And it's just, it's pretty cool. It's got an embedded synthesizer in it. And you can play a lot of cool stuff. It's got, you can play drums in it. It's, it and it's it's just so much with the app. And it would be, I think it's really cool for like um, David Hill from the Practical, uh, Practical Guitarist. Podcast, he was looking for a new looper, and this is something that'd be kind of interesting for like those live guys who just play loop because you don't want to pay the drummer, so you just loop stuff. <laughs> um, it, it just seems really neat. Mm-hmm. I mean, you watch the videos, right? Yeah, what do you think? As because I, I don't think you don't use looper that much, do you? Uh, no, but I
1: also haven't like kept one long enough to actually do a lot with, I've always just played around with it at home um the only problem i'm seeing with this is since it is that infrared uh like tracking type thing for your foot is i don't know i i, I think I, it has I, a lot I, of
0: possibilities for failure
1: yes it does like that version of it they do have a version that's just foot switches
0: on there which is the like mark one pretty or much the, they the
1: the call it the looper i b yeah pardon me but uh i don't know I, I suppose it's good that this is like all self-contained and the there's an app with it so it's looks like it has a lot of functionality that you only really see with some like the big box ones yeah that because it gives you the option of four foot switches and i don't know how many possibilities you can do with stuff on here but uh i don't know space saving wise yes this looks really good it just come down to the actual execution plus how much (laughs) delay is there going to be between you tapping your foot on the ground and it processing it through yeah that virtual eye
0: that would that'd be something i'm worried about from what i watched on one of the videos though it seems like um it seems like it's smart in the sense of it it can tell how long the loop should be based on like your original one mm-hmm. so I, I just i don't know it's it'll be interesting it's definitely something i want to play with i want to see it at nam
1: yeah
0: but I'm, i've I'm never
1: good... i've never seen anything like this hold on because i think Two years ago at NAM, I saw a guy that had a complete, like, pedal board, board footboard. Oh. Out that was, uh, yeah. like, he yeah. had the little mat, if you remember. Yeah, it was it. MIDI.
0: It was all MIDI controlled. I remember, because it, it was right at one of the corners. Mm-hmm. It, was in, it was in the corner towards the back wall. Yeah it's sad I know exactly which booth it was
1: yeah so like you didn't have to have the mat there but the mat helped you figure out where you needed to put your foot to be able to tap what effect you needed stuff like that. I haven't heard anything
0: from that company no
1: (laughs) like stuff like this does not catch on it's cool like you don't even see this in the normal technology world because you've seen uh, the IR keyboards that like project Mm -hmm. a little keyboard onto your desk or whatever when's the last time you've seen somebody actually use
0: that that's true all right so that goes on to our topic what at what so it's gonna happen i the pretty much the way it's gonna happen there's gonna be a cycle of life where all the people who are holding on to the old stuff are gonna die and all the and a lot of the people who are trying to keep get to the new cool stuff are gonna stay alive Mm mm-hmm I mean, not in like a bad way, but it's just, I mean, that's that's how the circle of life works. Um, I saw this movie one time. It's a documentary about these uh, lions. One of them was a king, and they had this really cool song about it. So, come on, that was a great Lion King joke. That was almost like The Office, where they were telling all the stories.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and then, sitting there. Like, and my uncle, my Muf- uncle. Mufasa. Mufasa.
0: <laughs> was, Do you think gonna... this is a joke? <laughs> <Do> you... <laughs>
1: yeah. We went <laughs> to a uh, lantern festival last night, and you're supposed to, like, it's like those Chinese lanterns that have uh, the paper around it. You're supposed to write, like, something inspiring or something that means a lot to you. The first thing I wrote was You miss 100% of the shots, you don't take. That's the first thing I wrote on my lantern. <laughs> all
0: right. R- really quick. I got it. Right, so this guy. Uh, um, Oh, my gosh. So I asked this guy. He posted a picture where he was wanting to trade for a classic Viber 52 Telecaster reissue, uh-huh. which a 52 Telecaster reissue could be different. There's so many different models of that yeah. Or different tiers. It could be a modern player or whatever. Like it. it so I asked the guy because he had a picture of a, a St. Vincent and I couldn't tell if it was a Sterling. Or an Ernie Ball, so I messaged the guy. I want to read this on because this is what I <laughs> read this. I said, matum. I said, hey John, is a St. Vincent an Ernie Ball or a Sterling? That's pretty sure for a question, right? Right. Sterling Ernie would be thirteen to five, and it just says thirteen to fifteen hundred dollars. I just paid sixty nine, six ninety nine plus tax, but I want that fifty two. Groove, lol. That's it. I don't know. I'm not responding what? back. I, yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm like, dude. It is 4:50 on a Sunday. Stop drinking so early. Um, Chris, you have a beer, don't you? <laughs> He's like looking at his beer. Uh, I already finished it. Oh, slammed it. All right. <laughs> uh, but okay. So, do you, do you think that's gonna happen? Do you think that we're gonna, um, people are gonna stop? holding on to the past and move forward do you think that that's going to happen there's going to be a cycle that we go through I
1: don't know. that that I, happens i feel like musicians as a whole like to hold on to something especially with guitars a very it's a very analog based at the very core of it uh instrument you know like you're 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 physically touching it and having to have a skill to make this thing make sounds
0: i would agree but i want to this is one little is this is this guy still messaging me oh my gosh it's still him all right <laughs> God. let's see he says, and i don't care to bring a great deal to a to to a table that's what we all want right don't get it wrong i really like saint vincent i like, wasn't well, uh, insulting it i just happened i'm like dude i'm recording a podcast yeah. and so that's which
1: version red. is it
0: <laughs> it's a sterling if you paid 6.99 it's a sterling okay so the, i would agree with you except look at the big shift to helix recently kemper um
1: right but where th- i'm getting with that is you still have all the knobs and switches
0: i'm not talking about getting rid of the knobs and switches well
1: that's what like this i understand that's what, this what that word th- was doing is trying to move into a realm that not even the basic technology world has gotten into yet
0: okay fine another argument on that then uh-huh even tied h9 look at um one of the big users that i mean there's a lot of big users of that but one of the big ones bob weir from grateful dead has ipads up there so he can change stuff what do you think about, i mean do you think we would move into the i mean even look at how much we've moved to ipads and stuff like that uh mixing boards mm, yeah people are using constantly using it even though with i mean like the what is I it? i will Behringer, say that i prefer the x32 uh,
1: x32 and the midas m32 Uh, Because
0: the knobs actually move whenever you adjust it? uh,
1: Well, no, I was going to go for that helps out as a tool. Um, So the same way with the H9, while
0: it seems... The H9 has very, very little knob. Like H9 is one of those that if you're not hooking up to the app or to the computer it's just
1: straight preset when you turn the knob yeah
0: right and also with i mean look at the x32 so that's moving to using ipad stuff like that Mm -hmm. um i'm trying to think of different look at uh keyboard players are using doing a lot more using technology Mm -hmm. um to expand their sounds i feel like we're moving to where people are starting to understand okay we're, we're we're moving limits yeah there's a but, lot of things that we couldn't do due to limits. And there's still mm-hmm. the people who are like, well, let's do one my two bimp. And I want I just need to plug straight into my tube, bimp and I'll be okay. But I feel like um we're also moving to f- we want to use the technology to help make things more functional. Yeah. And like I said, remove the limits. Yeah. So I think I think that that's where we're moving to. I just think that I think that the music industry more than any industry is going to be a real tough one on that. Yeah. Look at, look at the camera industry. I mean, it used to be all 35 millimeter and all this cool stuff and no one wanted to do technology. Now everyone's got the newest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Every, I mean, everyone, no. Doing film
1: is a rare thing. And they're like, Oh, look how vintage I'm being right now.
0: Yeah they're the 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 actual film people are the minority yeah and do you think that that's going to happen in the the music world specifically the guitar world because the drum world's one that's not gonna I mean that's 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 gonna
1: be that's gonna be a much harder sell than getting talking somebody into using a helix I think like the half the battle of talking somebody into moving to a helix is the fact that probably a solid 75 percent, if not more Have not personally played one.
0: I think because it's
1: a line six, it already has that kind of stigma from the, you know, spider insane setting that everybody associates with it. I love the insane setting (laughs) (laughs) though.
0: I mean, so actually, I I just
1: just sitting there with like a drop tuning and going to town, but
0: there's nothing we were uh when i was jamming with my friends uh the other weekend mm-hmm. that was one of the things like i was just like i want to do some drop tuning just have some fun we were gonna do a uh, odd one by was it uh sick puppies i
1: think that's I, who I only know one song by sick puppies so
0: all right so i forgot that i read this and um john mayer recently did a live stream video mm-hmm. and he talked about these are the three things ant modelers haven't gotten right yet Interesting. so he's playing through a fact a fractal okay and he said this is a direct quote one thing it doesn't respond to well is the change in guitar volume because it's an ant modeler it doesn't quite understand gain structure it doesn't quite get it ant modelers don't quite understand too okay so that's the first part what do you say about that?
1: I say it's kind of fair. I think when I've messed around with the, uh, shoot, the Helix software, mm-hmm. it wasn't like, I kind of compared it to the, cause I was playing the Plexi head in that. And I think I compared yeah. it when I still had my Plexi head, I kind of compared it, you know, A to B with those. Sound wise, would, good response overall, like just straight full volume.
0: Impulse responses right now have dramatically changed the game
1: because
0: mm-hmm. there's so many new ones coming out and they're doing so much stuff. And we should probably get who was it who I think it was. We will get Scott or Cole Duke on there to talk about impulse responses. Yeah. But one of the things that I found, though, and I would agree with him in this, and it's only because of this. If you're not getting a good response on low volume, check the settings and make sure there's not a a gate on somewhere. And that's one of the things that he's probably feeling because on my Kemper, that happens. I'll turn down the volume and it's kind of that little thuddy. And I'm like, what? So I'll turn the gate, the noise gate all the way down and i'm like there it is yeah
1: i i've in- when i've had multi-effects i've never had a gate on at all because especially oh, i have in, on all the time like, the pw world if you have that on and you're having to like roll off real quick or play pat like patty stuff it's not going to work yeah and that's why i uh was it at the church that i ran sound on i think it was somebody put Gates like in the I don't know how it would be 50% range on the guitars, yeah. Dang, it's like okay, as soon as anybody got quiet or like wasn't strumming full swing, like it would be intermittent. I had I didn't notice it at first until one of the guys was like, My guitar cuts out. I'm like, I check everything else, I go to the preamp page, like in my head. Or like when I had my buddy back there, I may have actually audibly said this to him. It's like, who the fuck put a gate on the guitars? Yeah. Like I, I get it low if there's like a buzz, which I did do because one of the guys was using the Helix uh, HX effects. No, no, it was a smaller Helix, and there's a little bit of a hum from it. And the only way I can get it that to go away was either make sure that he physically like muted himself or let me just put a gate on it and I put a gate on it
0: yeah um I I don't know all right so let's see. let's move on to so number two they don't understand two other things they don't understand the impulse of the note impulse responses have fixed that pretty well yeah. so they don't quite get the contact with the string correct the way a tube goes whoosh what okay, I call so- the push of a note on that, has Fractal
1: even put anything out on impulse response? Like, has that even been a thing in any of their footnotes? Yeah. I don't know. Because is it, they might sure. they might not have that. Like you don't even well, hear the Helix talking about it much. I think the only time I the first time I heard of I- IR was when you got your uh Temper.
0: Okay, I'm looking up on Fractal's thing. Uh so apparently that you can use Impulse responses and third party. Uh, let's see. You can notice I'm trying to make sure that. Um, yeah, I don't really. Uh, so IRs are an EQ curve, according to someone in the microphone models are just further EQ. Okay. So pretty much it's just messing with the EQs and, and doing all this stuff. Um, the axe uses 24-bit, 48k, so it doesn't matter if your IR was originally 96k; it's going to get downsampled. Oh well, that's your stuff's getting downsampled. Is that bad? Would that happen?
1: I mean, that that's kind of a trade-off, I think, with anything digital. Yeah, that's why you see like a lot of guys that record digitally. They have a was it A D D A converter. Uh, I've got A D D not quite the same
0: <laughs> um well it looks like uh fractal has the cab lab which is the official program from them and it's supposed to do all things ir for the xfx okay i just oh,
1: that, that sounds I, I like don't... it's not built into the original system then so if, yeah. if, if your complaint is ir then yes like you need to find you a system that does that or get the little add-on i guess is the way they're trying to spin it yeah for the
0: Fractal. so well, second thing is, well, it's third on our list, but I'm guessing he talked about the things at different times. So second on his for this, there's a lot of harmonic artifacting. A-R-T-E-F-A-C-T-I-N-G.
1: f a c t i n g. I don't what I think it is, I've noticed that with a few different delay pedals, which is why Taking part place of... if you
0: play... So it says that it's taking place... That happens if you're taking place... Uh, if you play more than one string at a time... Uh-huh. Uh like if you do one of those bins where you're playing three notes at once and you're holding two, you're bidding the third one. It just goes and even makes a digital noise on top of it because it doesn't quite understand how to translate all that. Yep. Uh, I think that on some of the old stuff, yeah, but I, I, it's, a lot of the new stuff. I mean, that's a lot of, uh, what is it called? If you're not running um, like a
1: synth, like some kind of synth sound, because like the I know the Helix, like the Line Six stuff has a synth or two built Into it, like,
0: yeah, and that's and that's whenever it's the tracking gets messed up, and that's whenever it's polyphonic stuff.
1: Yeah, but otherwise, I don't. The only time I've had any kind of weird digital harmonic, I think, was with the D the, the shoot TC Electronics blue the what their blue delay the big and box the flashback yeah X four yeah the, yeah, the X four. That's the I only really, time I've really ever had that. It might have been a little bit with the M Series Line Six stuff, but that was what. Two yeah, but look how old that ago. stuff yeah. is.
0: Yeah, that's. I mean, we're the whole thing is is we're moving forward. I feel like it's some of these guys that are still oh well, you can't get better than a tube amp. It's like you're not trying. Yeah, I like, try the new stuff. Have some fun. Get out of the. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like
1: the like. It'd be like comparing all this digital stuff. So you got like the fractal, helix, headrush, rush, uh to 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 Kemper out there. Yeah. Think think of those Moore. as like yeah, think of those as all I don't know, overdrives or delays. So I've gone through a bunch of delays. I didn't like the uh the TC that we just talked about, the, Watch flashback. By the X4. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh the EHX Canyon was okay, not quite for me. Strymon, Dig I loved it so why'd you get back. rid of that
0: haven't you been like dreaming about getting yeah, that one back? I, that was a time the when bills. i had
1: to make up yeah make up for bills. Pay the money yeah mm-hmm. i got it then what was another one that head. i had uh the it okay going back to the m series m series was probably still one of my favorites but it was kind of shitty at the time
0: did you have the hx effects
1: no i have not had the hx effects that's a good one that might be yeah that might be one of my consider like looking into because i did like the m series stuff
0: and you can load impulse responses tell john mayer to suck it (laughs) so yeah like
1: if you think of it like that how many did i go through oh even the Korg std 3000 reissue pedal like that one just overall did not work for me i loved it it did not work for me functionality maybe you're
0: just not a delay guy (laughs) right that was funny
1: (laughs) but like how many of those did i go through until i found one that i could actually be like you know what i like this i could stick with this
0: Mm -hmm.
1: like the uh the helix just might not be for somebody whereas something like the kemper or something might even like the head rush as much as like everybody else hates on it i hate on it or somebody might like the mooer over all of them like it could just have something that somebody noticed that is yeah maybe Beethoven
0: because he's deaf. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry if I There, there goes our more, uh,
1: sponsorship in the future.
0: Oh yeah, because that was totally happening. You know what? <laughs> I you know you know how many emails I have to turn down every day. People want us to people wanting to sponsor us. I'm like no. Yeah,
1: Tazcan didn't call us back. We didn't call
0: them back yeah no they really did not call us <laughs> that was that was interesting to say the least oh we should get together and do something yeah hey uh this guy said we should get together and do something all right talk to this guy
1: nothing hey zoom be better
0: left us on red <laughs> yeah that, zoom well i don't care we can this episode is brought to you by zoom 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 that's not theirs is it no, no that's, that's Mazda. <laughs> I mean, as, as mazda. mazda hey, hey, yeah, there you go. <laughs> we need it we need a car for summer Nam. let's do this uh shoot um. we could take a we could do a mazda trip across the country going to nam
1: yeah we go you can go to winter Nam. we're both on the oh my gosh, side dude, of the country right, you could have a trip to nam youtube video special
0: we go listen we we do and we we go live like the whole time we're in a mazda using zoom products there zoom zoom come on how are we not making this happen guys all right, that was my little rich world. How much? How, I right, you know we'll what? Just, I don't. We'll like
1: just make that. sure we uh will at uh Zoom and at Mazda at around the what is this a forty five minute mark? By the time we get the some of it edited,
0: you know what? That was great because I was about to. I was wondering how long we've been recording yep. for. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, we'll, we'll in, just tag you know? this. as like, hey, g- g- go listen to around this point. We're around forty five minutes. We we start asking for stuff. All right. <laughs> um. So why don't if you tell us what you think because i mean it's just me and chris yeah we've got I was, our opinion i'm opinions. especially
1: curious if other people think of it that way too because like you've gone through a shit ton of drives before you found ones that you wanted to stick with
0: um yeah i'm a i, I recycle a lot of drives uh delays mm. or something that use i'm picky about delays and um Ac- but
1: i just thought of something what? i don't think people are thinking of this as an individual like pedal replacement they're thinking mm-hmm. of it as an entire rig replacement which might not be the best way to think about it for some people
0: Like thinking about what you're gonna have to
1: like thinking about having a multi-effects like oh yeah, no
0: that's yeah no that's not no my kemper is not a rig replacement my mm-hmm. Kemper was a tool that was added Yeah. To make my rig better. Yeah. Um, It might
1: not replace something, but it might make your life easier in some way. Did not
0: replace any drive pedals. Um, For a while there, it replaced my delays, replaced, uh, it has replaced my reverbs 100%. I don't own a reverb pedal, which is interesting. Yeah. Well, I've got the multi stop that, wait, I think I traded it to Will. Oh, no, I don't own that one anymore. Sorry. Um, Will let us each, we each borrowed a pedal from each other and then, uh, we just decided to let, he keeps one and I'll keep one. And uh, so, uh, but yeah, um, that was the only thing I had that had reverb. Um, Mm. I I don't have reverb. I use my Kemper. Uh, I'm not a huge reverb guy. I'm not one of those guys that switches a million reverbs, different songs and, you know, different reverb during this part of the song. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a very basic on reverb, not delay. I'm all about delay. I switch it up. I have fun with it. But drives, drives has become where I'm really, I recycle a lot and I change things up, I like to get rid of the drives. But yeah, like you said, I've got the Revival drive, and right now that's it's right in front of me, and I'm playing with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's doing the thing right now. And that's I think a lot of people realize. Uh, Jamie Davis is a prime example. He uses a hybrid rig. Hybrid rigs are definitely where I see a lot of people having fun. Yeah,
1: and I feel mm-hmm. like that may be where it- A lot of people I think uh who's it Rick Brand doesn't he still like He's a big Helix guy Mm -hmm. Like he was an early adopter But I think he still has It as oh yeah he still
0: uses Pedals and stuff yeah
1: it's a Hybrid so yeah Uh, Expand your Minds guys yeah like I don't know. Just don't think of it as a complete replacement. Cause I think that's when you start not liking things. It's even just in anything in life. If you're like doing a complete replacement, you're not going to be happy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, all right. So go on uh, the Facebook group. Tell us how you feel about the stuff and things. Um, and also you can go on our Instagram and follow us there and see what we're talking about. I'm going to, I've been really putting a push. I actually got a really cool app that I downloaded. I'm going to do something really fun then I'm going to try not to overdo it, but keep your eye out for that. I don't, Chris, you don't even know about it. I haven't even told you. No. I'll tell you afterwards. So you're probably a lot of fun. It. I'm just going to go ahead and call it. Yeah, I, I tend to do that whenever I find something <laughs> new. Not everything has to have this. Not everything has to have that. But yeah, go on there. Uh, join our Facebook group. Like our Facebook page. Go to our YouTube. You can check us out there. And I don't have my list anymore. LinkedIn join us on linkedin i guess if we ever get one one day we'll start a linkedin and also you can email us the effects at gmail.com if you have any ideas for topics or some cool stuff to talk about we actually had a submission for something for us to talk about from our buddy Corey, and uh we're gonna get some more information on that item and talk about it next week so guys it's been a fun week we will see you next week oh wait 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 no no don't go anywhere Thank you, Westminster Effects. Westminster, yeah, westminstereffects.com. Go check them out, buy something. Tell them, the boys at the effects, will See ya. Bye. Yeah.